Welcome to Growth Mindset University. My name is Jordan Paris, 21-year-old author and host of this show. And with this show, you and I will embark on a journey to learn the things that we should have learned in school but did not, so that we may take control of our lives while fulfilling our visions of success. Each episode will feature a brand new lesson, and now it's time for today's lesson. So put your thinking cap on because school is now in session. Before we get into it today, make sure that you are subscribed to the show, Growth Mindset University, wherever you are listening to this podcast. Everything we do here is to help you, to help you learn so that you can do all that you were created to do, so that you can maximize your potential and who you are. As cliche as that sounds, we have interviews with New York Times bestselling authors and really just the most successful people in the world every single week, two times a week, we have those interviews. So we don't want you to miss it. Make sure you go do that. And now without further ado, please enjoy the show. My guest today is Brian Ford. Brian is the host of Self-Improvement Daily, a podcast focused on delivering actionable personal development tips and insights. And each episode is about one or two minutes. He recently delivered a TEDx talk, which I am excited to talk about today. Brian Ford, welcome to Growth Mindset University. Really appreciate it, Jordan. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, man, this is, this is, we, we, it's interesting because we talked back in September and yeah. you're, you're sitting there like just on the phone and you're sitting there asking me how I grew my podcast. And meanwhile, that was like, it <laughs> was for me, you didn't know this at the time, but that was probably like one of my lowest points personally <laughs> and, and like just in the podcast, I, I'm like about to, at that point, I was ready to give up. I almost threw in the towel uh, in September, but wow. here we are. And I want to talk to you about your podcast growth because I'm looking right now on Chartable, which I always use to just see where people's podcasts are. And I thought like, you know, I, you know, I thought like I'm doing good. I'm on over 20 different charts and, you know, number three and training in the United States and, you know, tops of education as well, which is a very competitive category. But you, you were on 147 different charts around the world. Did you know that? Seriously? I had no idea. Zero clue. Okay. Okay. Well, you're number one in self-help in Jordan, the country of Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. No, it's actually, I'm kind of proud of not knowing because, um, something that I really focus on is just delivering a good message. And I'm not trying to get caught up in the the metrics or the measurements or any any of those growth statistics. I'm really just kind of focusing on the mission and just kind of head down in the content. So that's awesome that people are listening to it. You know, I kind of have my own understanding of what metrics I'm receiving. But no, you actually have to teach me all this stuff because I'm curious. I'd love to know more about that. <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll have to send you the link afterwards to your chartable page here, but I'm looking in, in the, like two of the most competitive categories on Apple podcasts here in the United States, you know, health and self-help. So self-help, you're number 99, very competitive wow. category. 
and health, you're number 328, you know, even, even more competitive and broad category. So, I mean, dude, I don't like, I don't see, you know, cause my game is more of the LinkedIn game that you see and mm-hmm. you see me, what I do on LinkedIn, but Absolutely. I don't, but I, I don't see that you're using that as a way to grow your show. How, how are you doing it? Authenticity, man. I actually had a really good conversation with the guy that I'm going to feature. So I'm actually blowing up uh, the show into more of an interview-based series um, You know, every other Sunday. So I'm kind of adding that long-form content as well as the two-minute tips. And I was just kind of getting to know one of the guys I'm about to feature. And he is way beyond my accessibility on Instagram. You know, He's got way more followers than I should ever be talking with. And I'm like, hey, man, like, why do you even take this call? And he's like, dude, because when I tagged self-improvement on Instagram, even though you have less than a thousand followers, you were the second hit. So I, so I tagged you and I was like, okay, well, what does that even mean? You know, cause I'm kind of ignorant when it comes to this stuff. He's like, what it means is that the, the Instagram algorithm has identified you as a person that you're doing real things, talking to real people and they want to reward you for that. So that's why you became the tag. And I think that's also why the podcast is growing just because I have zero intention to monetize it. I have zero intention to spin it into something larger than I want it to be. This is just a general resource I'm looking to provide for people. It helps hold me accountable to my own personal development, my own calendar of you know the things I want to accomplish in my own career. So um, as for now, I think it's good as is. And I think it's just kind of that general authenticity that is really attracting listeners and, and bringing them back and also you know telling them to, uh, to refer to their friends if they want to be part of it as well. Well, well, you get the sense, you know, just talking to you and and that's why I'd always have it a very positive image of you in my head, these, you know, past whatever, 10, nine months, even though we hadn't really talked on the phone since then, that you just get mm-hmm. the sense that you're a very humble, genuine, authentic guy. And we, we literally just saw a really candid moment of you. I tell you where you stand in the, the charts and you're like, I have no clue. <laughs> like, it, it's, like we just saw proof right yeah. there like you're not you're not all wrapped up in that kind of stuff and meanwhile yeah. i'm on there like three times a day <laughs> checking <laughs> that i'm checking mine i'm checking other people's i'm just like all over yeah. it and i'm a little well, bit don't give me too much credit because i didn't know about it so maybe i'll be more like you now that i know about like oh, okay uh, let me check this out but um but no i mean i i do i mean i kind of i try and practice humility as much as i can um i, I feel like it's it's just kind of in my blood and how I was raised. Um, my, my parents, you know, I actually had, I was very fortunate. I had a, a relatively privileged upbringing, so I didn't really have to struggle, didn't have any challenges. I was just really, um, I was allowed to kind of be myself and do my own thing. And in that, I was able to be self-aware about my position and kind of the opportunity that I can offer for other people as well. So it, it's kind of built into my, I don't know, my whole life. Um, and I was a student athlete also and kind of, you know, competing yeah. at a high level requires a level of humility also. So I, I think it's just kind of baked into a lot of the things that I've done throughout my life. And, and I'm, I'm glad that it comes through because I feel like it's authentically who I am and I don't want to change that. Well, I notice when I, there's a certain question that I ask, I'm going to ask it to you in a second, but when, when people, when hum, there's a, there's a pattern when, when humble people answer this question, there's mm-hmm. a general pattern that they follow. Like I asked my friend, Jeremy Miller, uh, who's a 20 year old that's really making moves. He's going to be a future guest on the podcast and there's my friend matt nelson who runs those the dog rates accounts on twitter with eight million followers uh, and and he's got several other like thoughts of dogs one of my favorite account accounts 2.5 mm. million followers and he's yeah you know, he's bringing in 
at like minimum low five figures every single month. But when you ask, when you, when, when people ask him what he does for a living, he says social media. <laughs> and Jeremy Miller says a very similar answer. He told me the other day when we were just talking and I forget exactly how he said it, but it was just something very simple. So when people ask what you do, Brian, how do yeah. you answer that? Yeah, well, I mean, I'd probably answer with my career. So I'm actually working in a startup and I just say, you know, I, I work in marketing because, you know, with a startup titles mean nothing. So I just kind of say I'm, I'm the general customer facing person in the organization. You know, there's four engineers plus me. So I don't even really give a title when they, when they ask what I'm doing. But then in terms of the podcast, I mean, I just say, yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying something new is kind of the way I respond. You know, the, the unique part about my podcast is it is every single day. So there's an organization to it that a lot of people can't sustain that I'm very proud that I can actually sustain. And then also just the two minute episodes is a different format than most podcasts. And, and that kind of also is, is uh, just an experiment to see how that would convert kind of, you know, in the market and at scale. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't like talking about myself too much, um, especially when it comes to kind of my career and everything. I'm, I'm more of a listener, to be honest. Um, and, and that's why it's so ironic that I have a podcast because I never thought I'd be a podcast. Mm. I always thought it was kind of a, a pompous thing to do actually be like, why is my word why? so important that people will, yeah, because, because I thought that, you know, in podcasting, it's like, I have something to say that is so important that people have to listen to. So here I am telling you what I think, and now you're going to enjoy it. You know, I kind of had that mm. understanding of it, but then that was kind of, you know, three, four years ago. And then kind of, I've seen other people develop their podcasts the impact that they can have through it. And I really see that as a vehicle for me, um, kind of on one side, a personal branding play of, you know, getting in touch with people like you or, or other people that I think are doing great things. I can use my podcast to kind of support them. But then also, um, I'm, I'm actually more providing an educational resource than, a, oh, listen to what I think. You know, a lot of what I talk about is other studies and other people, not necessarily what I do. So I, I use. I realize that it's a forum that's not necessarily unique to me and my own voice, but it can be a place that I can share about others as well. Yeah. Well, how do you? I mean, you talk about so many different things on there, so many different concepts, and of course, I've listened to it many times, and they're just mm -hmm. easy to go through because they're so short. Yeah. And yes, of course. And uh, you know, how, like, how do you go about deciding what you want to talk about, and then like, you know, the research and yeah. you know if applicable and yep. like like how do you i mean how do you go about forming a, an episode and, I know. and preparing yeah. deciding and so much yeah i mean i have my template my formats being like you know here's my hook and here's my call to action you know like all the things that are important just to be diligent with the content but in terms of the inspiration behind it it's usually just being a learner just being observant to everything around you you know for example one time i was driving in the car and i was singing and then I looked over and I saw the person staring at me kind of confused, like, what are you doing? Why are you singing? And then I had an introspective moment of like, oh, there's got to be a benefit to this. So then I went online, looked up some studies. I actually haven't released this episode yet, but I looked up some studies about singing and how it actually induces yoga breathing. Because if you think about it, you breathe in really quick and then you release slowly out when you're singing. And then just kind of the mentality behind singing too is that you don't care what the person next to you thinks because they're a random person that sure they're they've invited themselves into your life temporarily but you know what they think or believe about you doesn't really matter so you know kind of tackling it from two sides based on an experience that i had and then exploring further the research behind it so that i make sure i'm delivering you know a high quality message that's actually accurate so it's just kind of inspiration that comes through either observation reading other people you know and it's just kind of always having your 
eyes and ears open to the ideas around you because there there's so many out there and you just need to tap into it and repurpose it basically you know i sure i do share some of the things that i do like you know my goal sheets and my gratitude journaling and stuff like that but at the end of the day it's it's mostly things that i hear about them like dang i want to try this let me explore this you know well of course i mean i highly recommend people listen to this podcast and it, like even just after after this like just you know, bookend it, bookend this podcast with a with a two minute podcast from from Mr. Brian Ford here. I'm going to put it in. Uh, I'm going to link to the podcast in the show notes, uh, JordanParis.com/slash/ford. But you talk about some things on the show like personal development techniques, uh, you know, habit formation, goal setting, organization, self awareness exercises, mentality, leadership, and interpersonal communication. How did you decide on those as like your talking points and yeah and it's pillars. No, it's, it, sure it's morphed actually you know because at first when i was th- actually it started as an amazon alexa flash briefing because the the real intent of why i wanted to i guess it's now a podcast but why i wanted to start creating audio content was i was entering a marketing space and i was like all right what's the next cutting edge niche marketing um area in the industry and i was like okay audio is going to be the future of content let me figure out how to actually be informed as a marketer in the audio space so that's actually why i started creating audio content is kind of to use proof of concept on myself that i can then translate for professional reasons but so the the reason that i started on amazon lexus because of gary v and his book crushing it and everything like that but what i realized is that the format of amazon alexa was you know a quick hitter tip and that's what i was like okay let me do two minutes of audio mm-hmm. and then i was like what do, what can people actually get out of two minutes Oh, I have my Alexa talking to me now that I said her name. Yeah, I um, okay. I, I've done that. I've done that on podcasts so many, like like three or four times, and it that's happened. It's so funny, hilarious. Yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah. So so two minutes of digestible action in an Amazon Alexa. Oh God, I did it again. Um, I think I got away. With it. And, well, use the A word, <laughs> Amazon A, yeah. or, or yeah, don't she, even say Amazon. The double. We'll call right. it double A. We'll call it double A. Right, double A. Okay, yeah. So I started with double A. Um, just <laughs> with a two minute format because, um, because that's what people would listen to. And I wanted to make it action packed and digestible because if people are going to listen for two minutes, they might as well get something out of it. So that's kind of what, what honed in on the format. But then I realized very quickly that I ran out of like really actionable tips that I could do, you know, cause there's only so many out there. And that's kind of when I had to broaden the different topics that I talk about. So I, and then that's when I started really observing, being like, okay, why are things a certain way? Why do I think this about myself? Why did I think that in someone else? Why does this exist in general? Because I feel like everything can kind of come back to personal development in the, in the way of self-awareness. Once you think about something else and, and you see someone else doing something, you can then always internalize that and understand a little bit more about why you think that or who you are because of that. And that's why I feel like personal development is actually a much broader category than a lot of people give it credit for, because we are always improving ourselves. We're always looking for ways to broaden our understanding of the life that we have in the world that we exist in. And I think that that's a beautiful thing. And we shouldn't be narrow minded in that, in that, uh, in that journey. You know, I'm sitting here thinking like I had uh, in, in my review of your podcast, I wrote a review like a really long time ago and I just, I I was yeah of course I, I mean you wrote one for mine as well a long time ago back you were you were like review number like nineteen or twenty seven yeah. back in the early days but back when you, know, you were about wrote, to quit <laughs> right right yeah but but like 
You know, I, I had commented in the review that your elocution, just the way in which you speak and pronounce and enunciate words is just on point. And it's, and it's interesting to see it translate to conversation, you know, com- <laughs> it's translating conversationally, whereas, yeah. you know, we very well could have, I mean, because anyone can be very eloquent and enunciate words very well for a minute or two, you know, if something, and, and if they're well prepared as well, but you're, you're just a really good uh, speaker, Brian. I'll take it. <laughs> You'll take it. So yeah. like, what are, what are some, did you see actually uh, good results with Amazon Alexa? Oh, I just did it too. Alexa just turned on. I just said it again. <laughs> We're going to double A. Did you see good results though? You know what? At first I did because it was so fresh and new. Yeah, I, I did see good results. But I mean, keep in mind, this is relative. Like there were a hundred people in the first week and I was like, oh my gosh, how'd they find me? This is amazing. Like, wow, I'm so motivated, a, you know? a ton for Amazon. Uh, for, oh God, I got to stop saying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of what happens when you talk to me. <laughs> you start saying that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, no, it, it was good. Yeah, at the time it was good. And then it kind of plateaued and grew again, plateaued. But then um, just talk about Gary Vee and his philosophy. Might as well put it in as many places as possible. So I started using Anchor FM to be like, all right, they're going to take care of it all for me and put my podcast out. And that's when my message really started to grow. And it's just kind of, you know, I actually owe a lot of the growth just to a, a to random luck in that I chose the title Self Improvement Daily because that Ooh. has great that has great SEO. You know, people type in Self Improvement, then Self Improvement Daily comes up. Right now, actually on Apple Podcasts, you know, talk about the analytics that I have access to on Apple Podcasts. You type in self IM and it autofills to self improvement daily, even before self improvement. So that's kind yep. of a metric that I'm using. Being like, okay, cool, this is working. Um, but yeah, I mean, just kind of the nature of the title has really helped with that growth. And I think that also translated to double uh, A flash briefing when uh, when that started. How interesting! Because I think I noticed that you were. I, I don't know that I. I, I, you know, I, of course it's, you know, of course it's true. Like I, you know, when you type in self, I am and self-improvement daily comes up, but like, I think I noticed it when I just typed in self-improvement and Mm. you were like the first thing there, which is crazy. Like that is some real prime time, uh, you know, Apple podcast, real real estate. That's, that's it. Yeah. We were, we're on, we're thinking the same exact thing, Brian. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I mean, cause you were asking, you know, I'm, I'm not involved on LinkedIn. How do I really push it? And can my, my answer was authenticity, but yeah, I think I, I think I didn't give that enough credit. Um, just the title of it and, and the consistent content that I have, you know, cause that continues to be picked up in the algorithm is like, Oh, he's an active creator, you know? So that's probably mm-hmm. part of the algorithm too. So I think I, yeah, I think it's kind of a village, you know, to be successful at anything, it requires a village. So I think those are a few of the factors that contributed to it. So if it's daily though, do you find yourself ever on the brink of falling behind and like, ah, I gotta, you know, I gotta get this in today. You know, do you, do you ever at all struggle to keep up or are you just smooth sailing? In general, smooth sailing. And that's something that, you know, I've I've kind of, you know, within student athletics, I've had to have an organized schedule and everything. And I, I do really prioritize myself and my willpower in my organization. So I think that that's helped me just from a philosophical standpoint be effective in delivering consistent content but no absolutely there are times i think there was a month and a half stretch where i was creating a tip and posting it every single day without anything in the bank which is terrifying for me because now i have 10 in the bank i have 10 in the bank right now you know so i'm like oh i can 
you know, I can chill for a little bit, even though I won't, you know, but I could chill for a little bit and there'd be no problem. Um, but that was because it's kind of just have to think about the broader context of what was going on. So at that point, um, I was really interested in going to business school. I was studying for the GRE and I was studying, I mean, I was working 10 hours a day and I was coming back and I was studying for three hours a day. So I was like, when do you squeeze in time to be proactive about a podcast? You know, you can't. And that's when I also started meditating, you know? So, I mean, there are things that were all going on where it wasn't necessarily that high on my priority list because I had all of these other kind of clouds to poke on. And, and that's when I did fall behind. But when it came down to the question of, you know, do I want to repurpose an old tip and see if people don't notice, or do I want to create a new one and just stay up a little later and kind of just get it done? You know, I always resorted to the latter because I love it. You know, I, that's what yeah. it comes down to. You just have to love what you do. Um, you have to be motivated intrinsically with what you do. And, and it's something that I just genuinely enjoy. Um, and especially because, you know, part of the intent of the podcast was to hold myself accountable to personal development. So if I no longer can prioritize the time to reassess my own personal development, then I'm just totally off, you know, I'm off my course. So this is also kind of a check for me to make sure that I am doing that self-care and that, that personal, you know, the personal development that is necessary at this point in my career. So yeah. So, I mean, I think yeah. motivation in those moments is really important. You know, you mentioned how you did not have, ep- like you do an episode and you didn't have one for the next day. Like I remember, you know, around the time that we first started talking, like I was flying by the seat of my pants too. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, cause I just, like, I wasn't, I wasn't yet a professional podcaster. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't care that much. I, I, I'm not saying you didn't love it at that time, but right. I certainly didn't love it. Or at least I, I did at one point and I fell out of love with it. And, uh, you know, you have to love it. Like you really have to, especially with a podcast. I mean, somebody, somebody came to me. One of the questions I got yesterday was like, if like, Hey Jordan, if you, you know, like I sat in on one of your lectures, you know, if you were to, outsource uh if you were to pay someone to do a podcast how much would you say is a fair price and i'm like pay someone what like what do you mean here i am think here i am thinking they they're like about to pay guests which is just which would be absolutely ridiculous i'm like like you know here i am thinking like dude all those relationship building tactics that i talked about like are, are are so that you don't have to pay someone to come on your podcast. Like it, it's, yeah. it's to the relationship building tactics are to make someone happy to come on your show. But L- it wasn't that. It, there's actually an interesting yeah, point. That, yeah. So um, kind of part of the podcast, you know, I said I had a few different intentions of why I created the podcast and, and kind of it grew into something that you've done incredibly well. And I'd love to, you know, off of this conversation, learn more about how you <laughs> did it. But, but the concept that I've kind of, identified in my mind of what a podcast can do is this thing called content networking, where you create content, you have an introduction to someone because you're like, Hey, look, I featured you. This is what I believe. You know, you kind of are able to show off a little bit and be like, Hey, I've created this platform, you know, and you can be a part of it. And I want to share your message because I really align with it. And, and that's such, such a strong tool for networking because people don't have time of day to take the random call or whatever. And for you to actually come up and kind of impact them, before you even ask for anything is something that's been really effective for me. And that's a, that's a big reason why I've continued to maintain the podcast. I mean, outside of the motivation, because I love it, you know, cause that has to be the core of it, but that's a real deliverable that I'm getting, you know, and that's what I'm more interested outside of the metrics. You know, you're talking about, I don't know what, you know, my Apple podcast rankings are or whatever. 
I feel like there is this larger piece to creating content, especially at our, you know, I'm 26 years old. So at our stage in our careers where we're still growing and, you know, we're trying to find something to say, but we really don't know yet um, where you can actually access these people that you otherwise couldn't, who are going to be massively impactful in your business and career. And that's something that I think is extremely, um, extremely under the radar at this point. It's just this whole concept of content networking. And that's something that Swish taught mm-hmm. me, actually. And it's, oh, it's yeah. something that I want to continue incorporating because he's done that, you know, fantastically on LinkedIn. And it's something yeah. I want to continue incorporating in my life. But yeah, I mean, it's something that you've obviously owned because you get massive guests on here. And that's kudos to you and kind of the way that you're able to position yourself and what you've already accomplished as well as what you can deliver for them. And it's just, it's indispensable. Well, thank you, Brian. And, you know, for people listening, they don't even need to have a podcast like yours or mine. They can just, you know, do something as simple as write a blog post Mm -hmm. about X, Y, and Z person, uh, people like the other, like last week I wrote a blog about granted. He's already like a really good friend and a great mentor to me, but I, I wrote uh, an article titled 14 ways that Dennis, you changed my life in under six weeks. Yep. And, uh, and, and he like, he really, really appreciated that. Like he absolutely loved that. And, uh, you know, like you could do that with, you can do that with anyone. Like I don't have to know them, but I, you know, you're making me think now, like I could totally do, you know, if I want to reach out to Seth Godin, I could totally do a write up about him and then reach out to right. him with that. And that's, that's something really that Mark Metry idea. does really well is he, no way. he uses his, he uses his past guests and then he continues to activate them be like, Oh, let me refer to this episode and people that he wants to keep in touch with so that he, you know, he uses his platform as visibility for them. It's also a reminder that Mark exists and, you know, he's very strategic, I'm sure, in how he does it all. But that's something that Mark does extremely well is this yeah. concept of nurturing people that he wants to continue to add to his network and, and using content as the vehicle to do that. Yep. He does it really well. Good friend of ours, mutual friend that I think we had, mm-hmm. yeah, like that was like one, that was what, you know, back when we first started talking, that was like a, you know, we, we talked about our friend Mark and uh, you know, yes, for people who, you know, people who listen to the podcast, they know Mark, I believe right. episodes 36 and 92 jordanparis.com slash EP 36 and then slash EP 92, or it might be 93, but those are those episodes there. But yeah, going back to like, you have to love it. Like you see how I just know the numbers of my show. Like I freaking love it. I like, I used to memorize (laughs) stats on baseball cards. Like I knew, I still know them. Like I still, my whole life was baseball stats, NFL stats, basketball stats. Like I knew like points per game, er like everything. I knew the, the numbers and (laughs) decimals and years. Like I, like I knew that stuff. Now I'm doing, someone pointed out to me, they're like, I forget who it was, but they're like, Jordan, you're doing the same thing now with, uh, you know, with, with your podcast, like you, like you just have these episode numbers and like you have, so, so that person going back to that person who, you know, reached out to me about paying someone to do a podcast. They were talking about actually paying, like outsourcing the whole recording of the show. Wow. Like for I couldn't imagine minutes. that. <laughs> no. And for 10, for 10 minutes, 10 minutes each episode, two times a week, which is 20 minutes. I'm like, and I, you know, I told him, I'm like, okay, you know, $10 for a 10 minute session would be fair. But like for $20 a week, I don't really know how motivated someone's going to be to like 
do that like for twenty dollars a week like I think yeah. especially if it's not my if you it, can keep the quality even. Yeah. Like if it's like not even my show and I'm getting paid $20 a week, like, like no heart is going to be put in that. Like I'm not invested in that. I don't care, man. Like yeah. that. So, and, and people, and I told him like that will stick out like a sore thumb. I like, I highly, highly recommend that you do it yourself, especially if it's only a 20 minute investment each week. Cause people will know that, the other person that the person doing it doesn't care. They will yeah. know, or at, le- yeah. at least on a subconscious level. And there's a very low likelihood that it's going to be successful if, you know, if you, you know, pay outsource the podcast to someone, or if you just play straight up, don't love it. Very low likelihood. So mm-hmm. to put a bow on that, that's, um, I, I stand I mean, by that's anything. Like, yeah, sure. It's yeah. a podcast. That's anything in life. You know, if you, if you want to really, own what you're doing and I don't know, just live to your fullest potential. You got to enjoy what you do, you know? And that's, it's something that like, yeah, I mean, kind of going back to my background, I don't, I don't understand kind of like significant economic challenge, you know, like I, I've been privileged my whole life and that's awesome. And I'm extremely grateful for that. So maybe yeah. I have a naive approach to, you know, pursuing your dreams, but at the end of the day, you know, there are options, I believe for someone to do something that they love and get paid to do it. And um, and to not hate their lives or, you know, how they spend 75% of their days. So yeah, well, how, what would you, what would you say to someone? Well, no, you do know. What would you say to someone that is currently not enjoying what they're doing at all? Maybe they're in a dead end job or what have you, something of the sort, like what would, what would you advise that person? Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on how dire the situation is. If they're handcuffed, you know, like maybe they have a kid and they have, you know, bills to pay, you know, there are certain things that just aren't worth, aren't worth experimenting past. But, but my suggestion would be, don't, you know, don't ditch everything that you're doing. You don't have to, there's plenty of time in the day. If it's important enough to you, if you want to prioritize your happiness and it's important enough to you, you can find the time to start something else that you enjoy. So whether it is, you know, moonlighting a podcast or it's developing that drop shipping business or, you know, even making that startup and, you know, consulting on the side, who knows what it could be, but something that I've actually shared on the podcast, I think is excellent advice is don't say that you can't do something, say that you don't have the time or that you don't prioritize that thing. And you don't necessarily need to say that externally. You need to tell that to yourself. It's not that you, it's like, oh, I can't go and grab drinks with you. Sure you can. It's that you are prioritizing to get a good night's sleep instead. And that's what I did, you know, because I knew I was talking to you and, you know, this is something I've been excited about. So, I as well. so having, having that internal communication where you are really transparent about your priorities will also translate to, gosh, what am I doing at work and how can I actually make that something that I enjoy? And having the time and day to make that transition is something that everyone, I believe, can incorporate, of course, unless they're in that dire situation you know, again, which I, I empathize because I, I don't have that personal experience, but generally I'd say that that's possible for many, many people. Absolutely. I, I love that. That's such a gold nugget. Like I just love to take things that my guests say and apply it to my life. I mean, I like I do this because I love learning and I love learning from my guests. And like, you just said something right there. Like, you know, instead of, I can't do this, no, I just don't prioritize that. Like I'm, I am legitimately going to say that externally because like <laughs> I am a weirdo and like, I don't care, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So 
yeah it's so true though it's totally. true man no, I, so, take it it's yeah, not mine so, though i heard it somewhere but yeah take oh, it. okay gotcha well it's great i love it so we got to talk about it your tedx talk which hasn't yeah, man. come out yet so i have not seen it but i really want right. to talk about that it's titled and th- it's just so fitting for 2019 mm-hmm. ready for this do it for the story <laughs> tell me about it yeah well first off it's actually um pending review with ted right now so you know that's as of this recording so probably when this releases i'll make sure that you get the link to it uh, there jordan so that you can include it somewhere because um, it's Perfect. probably going to be live at that point but um, but yeah, so do it for the story. And you're exactly right. Kind of when I started telling, and I'll, I'll go into a little more detail, but when I started telling people about this and that that was going to be the concept and they didn't understand the history or everything that I explained behind it and kind of why this means so much to me, everyone was like, oh dude, you got to tie in social media because everyone does things for the gram. They do it for the story. And I'm like, Inst- Hey, yeah. Instagram eats first. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm like, I didn't even think of that because this is so something else to me that I was like, that's brilliant. That has to be incorporated. So I actually do talk about how do it for the story is not about social media. It's about, and this is kind of what it's about. It's about enjoying things and doing things for the moment rather than documenting it for other people. Yeah. And, and the origin of this actually started in high school with my buddy, Dan, um, and kind of, you'll go through the Ted talk. It's actually really emotional. So Dan passed away three and a half years ago. He was one of my best friends in high school. And he and I started this, this concept called Do It For The Story. And we just felt like we were kind of going through the motions to fit in, just doing what it took to get by and not really challenging ourselves. And we had enough self-awareness then to be like, no, that's no way to live. We need to do something else. So we started telling each other, we'll do it for the story. And kind of in the TED Talk, what I go through are the different, the different stories that come about or the different examples of things that I actually found that I didn't even know I was looking for that all happened because I verbatim said, okay, I'm going to do this for the story. And, and kind of it all comes full circle because the very reason I had a TEDx talk in the first place was because I said yes to doing something for the story, which is, you know, which, which is great proof of concept for the people that were listening. How? Um, How'd you get it? Right. So, okay. So kind of what I talk about is I was in Columbia for an internship and there was this entrepreneurship speaker series where and I was there in my first week and I didn't speak great Spanish. I knew it was going to be in Spanish and it was pretty far away and not necessarily safe to walk there by myself. But I was like, nope, I'm going to do it for the story. I'm in Columbia to explore. So I went to the event and I didn't know anyone, but there was this one guy named Brian Rashid. I don't know if you're familiar with Brian. He's, he's my mentor. Um, and he wasn't yet. But, <laughs> but so this guy named Brian Rashid was the last speaker of the event. And he was just kind of going through and I just saw his energy and the way that he was bilingual. And it was a lot of characteristic traits that I wanted to incorporate in my career that I wanted to learn more about. So of course I introduced myself to him at the end because I was doing it for the story. I had nothing to lose. So I introduced myself. He invited me to the after party, him and I hit it off. And then over time we continued to just develop that relationship um, where, you know, he had an Instagram series. I learned about Swish and through Swish, I actually started creating content on LinkedIn. And then on LinkedIn, I was able to meet Mark Metry, who introduced me to podcasting and why I should have a podcast. I learned about Gary Vaynerchuk, who is one of the most influential figures in my life and my career right now. And then it's the growth of the podcast and kind of, I guess, through the metrics that you identified also that, you know, because I was like, oh, how'd this happen? And also, you know, just kind of within my personal network that I then had the opportunity for this TEDx uh, speech and I was invited. I didn't have to try out, you know, they're like, hey, this is yours if you want it. And I was like, trigger pulled, I'm doing it. So, wow. um, 
Yeah. So, I mean, and it all started because I said yes in Columbia to a random event and I have no idea what I'd be doing right now had I not done that. And it's, it's just a testament to the do it for the story concept of let me put myself out there, not knowing what's going to happen and just be in the right frame of mind to see where this will take me. And it took me through those four different steps of in Columbia, meet Brian Rashid, meet Swish, meet Mark Metry, Gary Vaynerchuk, start a podcast podcast grows TEDx talk, you know, and who knows where that TEDx talk is going to be, you know, the story is continuing, because that's just another platform that I'm going to be seen on. And you know, who knows where that's going to point me next. So it's, it's really exciting to see do it for the story kind of take action in front of me rather than reflecting on it. And then, you know, obviously, and then with with my buddy, Dan, you know, that's this is kind of the, the biggest impression that he left on me in my life was be yourself, be goofy. Um, and, you know, you don't have to take yourself seriously all the time just really enjoy what you do. And by, you know, doing things for the story and, and putting myself out there and, you know, he and I did it together in high school in the beginning of college, I was able to experiment a little bit with myself and understand who I was, you know, intrinsically who I really was. And I was able to gain confidence that then converted in other areas of my life where I became more successful. So I feel like do it for the story is kind of Dan's legacy within me that I can then share with other people. And it's something I'm honored to share because, because he, he left that impression on hundreds and hundreds of people and and i'm proud to be one of those people amazing i'm sure the talk is going to perform very well brian it's going to be yes you are right it's uh it's very likely 99 percent chance that it's going to be out by the time that this comes out so it will be in the show notes at jordanparis.com slash forward hopefully with uh you know 20 million views by that point so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hey, man, I don't know. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a great topic, but I mean, well, let, let you me know, that's that's that a, too. Yeah, because because the event itself was at an elementary school in front of a hundred sixth graders, so it wasn't the most intimidating audience. <laughs> so I was, and this was my first big kind of public speaking opportunity. So it was a nice toe in the water to you know like this big platform where I really have to execute and deliver. And don't get me wrong, I worked my ass off. Like I was up all you know all night practicing this thing getting all of my, you know, motions and walking across the stage and everything down. But when it came, you know, when it was game time and I was in front of those sixth graders, I was like, Oh, I can do this. This is awesome. And uh, I didn't know. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's and then, then I, actually their teacher um, sent me an email with a bunch of their impressions being like, thank you so much, Brian Ford. I'm going to do it for the story now. And I'm like, <laughs> I love you kid. Like, please, yeah, please listen to that because it's something that we all need to hear. Yeah, I didn't know they did it in front of like I didn't know they did TED events like that at like schools, you know, and that's the audience. That's interesting. It's a TEDx event, you know, so it's one of the independently organized ones. But yeah, you know, it's it counts and I'm really proud of it. So I'd love for people to check it out because obviously it's passionate, you know, it's something I'm passionate about. So of course. Yeah. And I mean, in the same way that you had gotten the TED talk, I want to point out, like, you know, you just put yourself out there with no expectation of like what will happen or how it's going to mm -hmm. convert to something greater. Uh, you, like, you know, our phone call, like our phone call in September, uh, you know, I don't, I don't exactly recall how we ended up getting on the phone, but I do. I do. You do? Yeah. How, how it's because, yeah. Cause I asked you, I was like, Hey, why are we in touch in the first place? Cause you're cool and this is awesome, but how did it happen? So I can, you know, duplicate it for myself. And it's because you were just searching on LinkedIn podcasters and then just reaching oh. out to random people that were podcasters because that was your way of growing your network. And you reached out that to me is. and I was like, and I was like, dang, 21 years old, he's got a book. Like this is something I pay, should pay attention to. And that's how we got on a call. And then, and then you're right. Yeah. With, with zero expectation of what would happen. And now you've built this awesome platform where 
I get to share a little bit of my message on it. And, you know, just funny how things come full circle. That's, I didn't verbatim say I was going to take a call with you for the story. So let's, we're not going to go that far with it, but no, it's the same concept of put yourself out there. Um, kind of even give others benefit of the doubt in, in the way that you spend your time with them. That's something that Gary Vee that does. That's awesome. Is he just volunteers his time. He has no idea what's going to happen of it, but I think that's part of his success. Um, and that's kind of what happened with us. And I'm very grateful that we're in touch, man. Yeah. Right. I mean, thank you so much for the kind words. I do appreciate them. I don't think that either of us could have saw that, you know, we'd be recording episode 100 something on the growth mindset (laughs) university podcast together, you know, almost a year later. And I'm really, really grateful that we did it because this has actually been one of my favorite episodes to date. Like this has just been such an amazing conversation, Brian, like, Mm -hmm. like we, like we just, like we, we, we're so familiar with each other, you know, and we have such great yeah. mutual respect for each other. Like I, yeah. it's really just been flowing very well. So I highly recommend that people check out the self-improvement daily podcast. Obviously, as we have been saying, not very hard to find at all. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, the uh, TEDx talk, of course, will be in the show notes, jordanparis.com slash forward. And uh, is there anything else, Brian, that you would like to, uh, you know, put out there for people to learn more about learning? (sighs) About learning. No, I mean, just, I mean, always just be a a lifelong learner. Just, just take moments to learn and moments that you didn't expect that you would learn. You know, I think you even said it, or one of your guests recently said in an episode of just because someone disagrees with you doesn't mean they have something to teach you, you know, and if just because someone um, I think it was Jason yeah. Pfeiffer. Just because someone, um, yeah. e- even if someone that you don't agree with them or that they've had, oh, a, it was know, had a bad it was Evan Carmichael. It was Evan. Okay, yeah, Evan Carmichael. There you go. Yeah, just because they've you've said something that you disagree with doesn't mean you can't learn from them after that. You know, and I think that you just need to be open minded to the opportunities for learning, and uh, and that's kind of yeah, that's kind of the the bulk of it there. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Brian, what's next for you? Is there a book in the works? Uh, what's going on here? Dude, I wish I had a master plan, but I'm doing it for the story. I'm kind of seeing where it takes me. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm really excited. I mean, outside of this whole personal branding and, and podcasting thing, I'm working in a startup where we're doing some really awesome things and we're very close to some big news. So that's that's Ooh. definitely where I spend most of my time, um, which is super fun. But then, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy to see what comes my way because I've I've no doubt that um, I'm, I'll be ready to take the opportunity when it comes. Amazing. Well, Brian, of course, before my final question, got to acknowledge you for several things that I've already outlined about you. It's just so evident how genuine and and humble and you know authentic you are. To to use a couple of buzzwords, but it's. It's totally true and it exudes in everything you say and do. And I thank you for sharing your message about like learning, man. Like you're you're all about learning and that's why I recommend people to check out your podcast because Mm -hmm. that's what we're all about here. So just thank you for everything, Brian. I appreciate you. No, I appreciate you. And no, and something that I've really enjoyed kind of with your podcast is you don't, you're not shy to ask the hard questions. And that's something that a lot of <laughs> podcasters are sometimes afraid of, you know, with Rachel Starr, just kind of like getting right to the, the brunt of it. And, you know, recently when you're talking about MLM, you know, multi-level marketing, you were just kind of picking about it being like, tell me what it's like and kind of challenging it. So no, I appreciate you adding that perspective. And no, I got a world of respect for you as well, man. So 
Well, thank you. Questions with teeth, I call them. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So my, my final question, Brian, is if you could teach a course at a university, a course of your creation or otherwise, what would it be? We've talked about Gosh, many things today. I know. You were bundled no into a course. But <laughs> no, I've actually not prepared my, my answer to this because I think it's a great question. I'm always interested to hear what people say. But the course would be titled The Average Man. And it would be about humankind and just the general socioeconomic status, the freedom of expression, the challenges and lifestyle, and just kind of understanding how everyone lives in this world, because odds are the average person is doing a hell of a lot worse than you are, especially the people that are listening to this podcast. That means they have access to technology that the majority of the world doesn't. So I think a class about learning what the average person does, is, and says would be invaluable in gaining self-awareness and perspective for each person's life. And that will then help everyone just live a more fulfilled, happy, and impactful life. Brian Ford, you are the man. Thank you very much. You rocked it today. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. No, I had a, had a lot of fun with it. And, and I appreciate you being flexible and just giving me this chance. There you have it, my friends. This has been another episode of the Growth Mindset University podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this one today, there are a couple of ways that you can give back. The first is, of course, to leave an honest rating and review in Apple Podcasts or iTunes. You can also take a screenshot of this and share it out on your Instagram story and tag me at J underscore Paris underscore and tag our guest as well. And we will absolutely give you some love. And then, of course, if you want to start your own podcast, a podcast like this or any other podcast that you envision, you can go to jordanparis.com slash pu to get free access to Podcast University. All right. I love you all so very much. And until next time, my friends, make every day count, live to learn, and grow to give.